your soul! Get caffeinated, beach. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Coffins and Coffee, Toddlers and Tierras. I don't know what else. Always, always reminds me of Toddlers and Tierras every time I say the the show title. That's weird. Which is which is appropriate because it's frightening to me that show. And this whole show is about fear. Dun dun. Because. Dun. Somebody had to face her fears today. I did. And go to the doctors. I don't have a fear of doctors. I have a fear of needles. <laughs> Which is hilarious because for anyone who's ever seen your photos online, you are covered in ink. Yep. And I have piercings in my face. And I have stretched ears. It's stupid. Stupid as fuck. And it's the dumbest, most irrational fear. Like, I'll go to the doctors. And if I know there's going to be a needle, I'm like, look, just so you know. Because you got to give them forewarning, right? So it's like, just so you know, deathly afraid of needles. And they look at me up and down every time. They're like, oh, really? Because you got some tattoos there. I'm like, fucking no shit, Sherlock. It's different. Totally different. My God. Well, okay. So that was, I was going to, I was going to ask that. So obviously you're scared of needles, but, but do you, does that fear like translate over when you're getting your tattoo work done? No. Only when I'm getting injections so no, and blood tests. So what? So so is it the is it the needle going? Is it the needle penetrating? <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> yeah, it's the sen- yeah, it's like that weird sensation. Like dental needles are like my ultimate fear. Like I'll vomit. I, I hate it. I don't think I've actually gotten any. I don't. I'm trying to think if I've ever required any sort of dental anesthesia or something have you not anesthesia. ever had have you not ever had like a cavity filled uh yeah yeah i'm sure i did but i don't think they like gave me a shot or anything i think what? they just sort of i think they just gave you some sort of cream maybe or i, I don't know what they used what I, I don't think i've ever gotten a shot i can't think of that you've had teeth taken out no, haven't hate- you for your braces uh why would I have teeth taken out for my braces? Well, we don't super glue it. Well, sometimes they take your wisdom teeth out if you're getting braces because it moves everything I, around. I've actually... Yeah, I have not had my wisdom teeth taken out. Wow. Still have my tonsils. I'm, I'm fully intact. Top to bottom. As the wow. divine godhead intended. <laughs> Everybody just <laughs> learned more about you today than they needed to know. First off, for the... The millions upon millions who listen, <laughs> who, who probably already know me, this is the this is old hat. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no snipped ears in this in the Oscuro house. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. So, 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 tattoo needles don't bother you. Dental needles bother you. What about like teeth scraping? No, like, that I can't deal with. That's fine. I just, it's just needle. It's a weird, nervy sensation. It's the weird, nervy sensation you get from needles that I don't like. Well, see, I don't think, see, like, to me, like, there's, there's, in the literary of things that are, like, um, weird fears or, or uh, awkward paranoias, I don't think needles is high up there. Because they don't, they're, look, no one, I'm not saying no one. We don't kink shame if you're into needles. Right. But, but. 
I don't love needles. Like, I don't get off on it, you know? Like, I have a lot of tattoos as well, and, like, it's fine. Like, it's fine, but it's not like I'm into it. I'm not here for it. It's just like I'm I'm here for the end result, and I will deal with the process. Nobody stands you know? needles. Uh, no, there are, there are people who probably do, but it's just not me. And I so I, I, I think I understand that. There's a, there's a natural human um, defense mechanism when something is, is attempting to puncture your skin and cause you to bleed. Right. So I, I don't think that your fear is weird. It's just a little odd because at first glance, someone would look at you and say, this person is probably totally into needles. Yeah, right, exactly. And I didn't just have to have one needle, okay? I had to have a tetanus needle, which, by the way, fucking sucks, okay? Tetanus needles are balls. Like, my whole arm is sore, okay? And I had to have a flu shot, and I had to have a blood test. It sucked. It sucked so bad. But these are things we do for, for visas. That's right. That's right. She wants to get those those cash back points. She wants to get that that platinum visa. Um, <laughs> well, when I was when I was a uh, when I was in, I don't know I guess I was in high school. I still I uh, I spent most of my high school years volunteering at a hospital, in between working and playing in an orchestra and getting grades and you know surfing. So in between all of that. I also volunteered at a hospital, and then I worked there briefly. So when you work at a hospital, you have to get a TB test or TB shot, whatever they call it. And it's definitely not fun. But but my worst, my absolute worst needle infection, or not infection, my worst needle uh, experience was I I had a, a really bad UTI once, right, which they initially thought was torsion. I'm not. I'm gonna spare our listeners the definition of that, but feel free to look it up at your own peril. Then they decided it wasn't torsion and that it was probably cancer. Don't that was a fun hour. Then they determined it's not cancer. Maybe it's an STI. STD. What do they call it now? This, I don't know. It wasn't both. that either. Yeah. It wasn't either of those. So then they're like, well, goddamn, we what's don't know left? what's going on. Well, a piss test, which is the easiest thing to administer and lo and behold, I had a UTI because, as they claimed, men your age just get them sometimes. <laughs> that was lovely. That was a lovely little capper at the end of a horrific ordeal. See, that's stupid. But it all co- like because like what, here, that, that men my age get it. No, and mind you, this was like two. This was like three years ago. I'm three years older than when men my age get these <laughs> random terrible UTIs that will send you to the hospital. Okay, so meanwhile here, so if you go to the doctor, you say, hello, Mr. Doctor, I am pissing razor blades, help. The first thing they do is a piss test. That's like... No, I wasn't pissing razor blades, though. What were you... What? I don't want to go into it. What were you but, pissing? But there was no... Uh, that wasn't the issue. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Okay. There was swelling. Oh. In a, in, a, in a way that you don't want to swell. But, Sounds but not nothing so hurt, swell. per se. <laughs> it wasn't swell, but... My whole point of all of this is, other than to turn off the 10 listeners we actually still have left now, um, after you're slurping, was that it ended in a shot that hurt so bad. In your bum. I mean, it it was in my bum. It sucked. <laughs> I actually cursed out loud, and I was physically angry. Like, the nurse is like, hey, okay, go ahead and turn over. I'm going to give you a little shot. And I've had shots, 
I'm not, you know, like I don't have that phobia. So it's not that, that big a deal. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Just, just a little prick. No, no, it, it sucked a lot and it was very painful and I was very sore for a long period of time, but then it was all good a few days later. So do you want to hear the, the, the moral, the moral of the story is, is sometimes you just have to grin and bear it. I thought you were going to say sometimes you just have to take it in the butt. <laughs> I'll remind you of that later <laughs> when, when you get home. Do you want to hear a weird medical but, story about about that type of stuff? Listen, I, I'm kind of cautiously say yes, but if it goes into territory that's going to make me hurt... Um, you can just take your headphones I'm going to take my off. headphones off. <laughs> yeah. So I had a friend... I, well, I have a friend. He's He didn't die. <laughs> I still have him. He's okay, I was going to say, this is like... <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, like I know that no one, no one has fun talking about medical stuff, but we don't want to bring the whole show down. <laughs> so he used to wake up in the mornings and he'll be fine, but during the day he would get swollen testicles to the point where he could barely walk sometimes, like the size of a grapefruit. And after months and months of dealing with it, his missus is like, you need to go to the doctors. That's not normal. Hold on. I'm going to pause your story right now. So your friend would get swollen testicles and it took him months to go to the doctors? Yes. It took me two days. Yeah. So months to go to the doctor, right? Okay. Um, so, so having experienced this, I can't possibly fathom how someone would wait months to go. I was in... It, it is a... It, it, is it a very uncomfortable, very... Um, non-tolerable condition to have yes yes so i'm talking like it would get to be like the size of a grapefruit right mm-hmm. so <laughs> i'm watching your face and you're just like oh my god it's the worst no 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 let's, no let's no, go no. let's go ahead and i think i think we need to skip the stephen king version of this story and we need to go to like the bukowski like just get to the end Okay. Get to what's important. So, you know, go full Hemingway on this one. After they did a multitude of tests, because he thought, oh, it's, it's got to be cancer or something like that, because he's waking up in the morning and it's fine and it's flaring up during the day. What had happened was mm-hmm. he perforated the lining in, like, his abdomen. <laughs> Andrew's taking off his headphones. Um, he perforated, like, in your abdomen, there's, like, a membrane that separates... Uh, your insides, essentially, from your lower, lower abdominal areas. So what had happened was that had perforated, and during the day, his intestines were going down into his pelvis and going essentially into his ball sack. And they had to sew it back up and put a little mesh thing in there. And he reckons, like, now, like, five years later, he can still feel that little bit of mesh in there. And that's my testicle swelling story. Thank you for listening. You can put your headphones back on now. I'm giving giving him the thumbs up. It's over. So I don't know what you just said. And I hope you nailed it in one because I'm not even editing that. <laughs> so so I apologize for you listeners who had to say, I didn't have, I'm not sitting through it. But for those of you who did, uh, you're tougher than I am. I, I love weird medical but shit. I know that you do. And it got us thinking that we should talk a little bit about what we are afraid of. You know? As um, you can see. You know, there's a lot. Dave's afraid of talking about anything to do with pain in your genitals he hates it that i think most men probably well not well, again we don't kink shane so we won't say right? most men right 
but, but potentially. I don't like it. A lot my, of men. It's not my bag, baby. Yeah, but you don't like it to the point where it's like, I feel sick. Please stop. Yeah, it's weird because I'm not squeamish. No. You know? I'm not like a... Like some people, they'll see like an open wound and they'll get totally freaked out. That that doesn't really... I mean, I don't like it. I'm not like a gore whore. But like, um, it's not... It doesn't really bother me that much, you know? And I'm pretty cool under fire. But you just start talking about that stuff, and I the the empathy part of me kicks in to overdrive, and I am not having it. Right. So, so moving away from medical phobias, <laughs> you're like, please. We thought, yes, please. We thought, you know, there's plenty in the world that is stressful, and can and there's plenty of people who are very scared by a great number of things, and the best way to exercise those fears is to confront them and to vocalize them and to speak them and you speak them and you normalize them and then eventually they no longer have that kind of power over you that they do when they're like the dark shadow in the in the corner so uh obviously miss ophelia is very afraid of needles do you have any other phobias that are kind of like wacky or odd or Um, anything any kind of quirky things like that i don't think i have any Fears. I have like weird things. Like I don't like the sound of like forks or knives being scratched, scratched, being scratched on a plate. It's like scratching against like yeah, crockery. I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I, I don't like that either. I'll pull up anybody. Like I don't give a fuck. I hate it so much. But like I don't have anything else that I'm like actually afraid of. Like that I can think of that I'm real scared of. Needles is like number fucking one. Number one. Well, this is where. This is where we'll all determine together how weird I am and how I am probably on some form of spectrum of one of one sort of the other. So I also don't like the sound of scraping metal to the point where it's just talking about it is making my teeth hurt. Probably because I did have braces. Yeah. But I can't deal with metal. I can't I, I mean honestly, if I could use only plastic cuttery, I would. Just like call I, it cuttery. Yeah. It's cutlery. cutlery. Whatever you cut with it, you don't cut. With it. <laughs> you don't, you don't cut cut cut. You don't cut yeah, with exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I don't. I don't. I mean, I can. I can. It's not like I can't use metal cutter cutlery. <laughs> cutlery. It's just that, and I can't do wood. And I cannot like, like, like the 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 idea of like when like you know how sometimes people will um, break their snap their their chopsticks yeah. and then they'll like scrape them. To get the yep. uh, uh, whatever the splinters off, cannot deal. Not not having it. Not good. No. Just makes me, gives me weird willies. Just uh, whole body shivers. What about popsicle um, sticks? Nope. I do not like them. I'm watching I you lick like your teeth, teeth, like as you're saying it. Like, you're like nope, nope, yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of that. Like I have a weird, I have a weird mouth thing. But you have a weird but, okay, mouth okay. thing. But but. I I was t- I'm totally fine with toothpicks, toothpicks I'm cool with. Weird. That's about it. That's like the only wooden thing that like I can deal with. Everything else is like it, it bothers me and metal bothers me for sure. Like I can't drink out of metal cups. You can't use all. metal straws. Like, remember I remember we, that. Nope, I can't do that. Mm-mm. No, all that stuff bothers me really really intensely. Um, I also have a pretty intense phobia of heights, which I think we have talked about before. Yes. And has gotten worse with age. Like, <laughs> like as I've shorter. gotten older, I'm. <laughs> oh, I'm pro- probably am. I mean, 
you know, we do our our um, our bones and our it condense slightly. Do you know you grow? Which is a real while bummer you when you. I don't think that's what happens. Maybe true. you sleep upside down like Batman. No, if you, you grow as you sleep. Yeah, when you're sleeping, when you lie down, you can look it up if you don't believe me, because everything relaxes and all your joints relax. While you're sleeping, you grow one to two centimeters, and then throughout the day, you shrink again. Well, have you ever met me? Do you think I'm relaxed when I'm sleeping? <laughs> yeah, well, that's I probably true. shrink while I'm sleeping, <laughs> which is a bummer, because I was born oh, at, at my max height. I think I was like... I don't know, like five seven and a half, five seven and three quarters, maybe like on a good day if I was stretching. So like I don't got a lot of room to play with. So I don't know. I haven't measured myself in a long time, but I definitely feel like I've shrunk a little bit. Yeah. I, I just I feel it in some ways. But um, but for whatever reason, heights I'm not cool with. I do not like them. Don't like being near the edges of stuff. And um, I used to have a really weird. Okay, this I guess this isn't a phobia. More, it's more a paranoia. But I used to have a, a thing with locked doors, like I like doors to lock behind me. I don't leave yeah. doors open typically, like I, it's a very uncomfortable feeling. I've had partners in the past be like, "Why are you locking the door?" And they think I'm like doing something I'm not supposed to. I just have a weird fucking tick that I need to lock doors behind me. And the only reason I don't, I have gotten better about it now, is because I broke the door to our bedroom. <laughs> yes. One one time it got locked in. I, I think I think it's Sophie locked it or something. Somehow it got locked. I locked myself out of the bedroom and I had to kick it in yes. to get into it. So now it doesn't lock. So I have to deal with it. But I'll still put like if I have guests over, I'll put a, a kettlebell in front of yep. the door to close it. Weird stuff like that. I have to use um, three paper towels or whatever whenever I'm drying my hands. Mm-hmm. And if I if I need more, I will pull three more. Yep. Like I can't, I can't just have one. If I have any less than three, I will have real anxiety about it. Um, but, but the, but the, the real like pinnacle of my weird phobias that I have is I've, and this is from someone who used to surf and who loves the beach. <laughs> I am a water baby, but I can't deal with the idea of sharks. And yep. I'll tell you a story. Like no one likes sharks, right? I don't think there's anyone who's really. But we're not kink shaming. Like, we're not kidding. Yeah. If you're in, if you're into being bitten by sharks, and that's your thing. Cool, man. We support you. We're here for you. But you know, there was. Uh, um, I think the average person kind of is adverse to being eaten, bitten, or eaten by a shark. You know, I would I would say that that's a a fair assessment to make. But you know, again, never really bothered me, and I've surfed in like red tide. You know, yeah. I've surfed in like hurricane weather. Like I, I, again, I'm for as awkward and weird as I've just made myself sound. I'm actually pretty fine with most risk risk type things, if it's not heights or metal cutlery, cutlery, or <laughs> pronouncing cutlery. Apparently, I have a fear of saying cutlery, cutlery, cutlery. I just have a, a real issues with that. Um, this is turned into a whole therapy session. But no, there was a uh, so when I moved to Southern California. I read that it's a breeding ground for great white sharks. And if you've ever seen Jaws, you know that great white sharks make really good movie villains. I'm not saying that sharks are bad in real life. In fact, quite the opposite. But, uh, you know, still, you know, baby great white sharks are still like six to eight feet. And we've just, you know, I'm like, I'm smaller than, I'm shorter than a baby great white shark. Right, so the, the, it's not going to probably be a very good matchup, 
Yeah. But, th- but I can even deal with that because, you know, yes, they're six to eight feet, but they're not looking to eat something their size. Who eats something their size, right? Maybe a snake. That's about it. But um, then I saw a video. There was a surfer <laughs> who was out real close to where I used to surf a lot. And he was chilling on his longboard and he had a uh, one of those GoPros on the on the um, nose of his board, you know? Oh, yeah. And and out from behind him, a, a full grown-ass great white shark breached the water. And it could not have gone any less than fucking 15 feet in the air. Ew. It was terrifying. And apparently, they just do this now. This is just their thing. Sharks, great whites, can just leap out of the water. Like a fucking dolphin, but you know, thirty feet no, with thank you know you. apex predator tendencies. No, so I'm not a big fan of sharks either. Sharks is kind of where I draw the line. So, needless to say, I don't surf anymore. Do you have any shark attacks have been in Australia this year so far? <sighs> Too many. Twenty three. Because like I, yeah. See, this sucks because I would love. Not that I'm any good at surfing anymore because it's been such a long time, but I would love to say that I surf like a, a real wave because America has shit for waves, right? Right. But I would love to like go to one of those like uh, like wherever your mom lives, you know, like in that area where you get those nice clean four footers, you know, that would be so fun. It'd be so fun to do. But then my luck would be some great white shark would leap out of the water. And I think that's far scarier than being eaten from below. You know, because you get eaten yeah. by below. Like, if a shark grabs you from below and you go underwater right away, you're, you're probably drowning pretty fast or at least going into shock. But, like, right. if you have to look up and see this 30-foot shark, this megalodon, leaping out of the water, coming down at you with its with its fangs and its claws, you know? Gets claws. Yeah, it's just not good for me. I'm not a fan of this. This episode's already <laughs> terrifying. Well, if it makes you feel I, I better... I think you're going to have to edit this. It makes you feel better. Most shark attacks occur in Florida, so you're fine. Another reason not to go to Florida. Do you know? Also, There's been, like, COVID. more attacks in South Carolina than they have in California. With shark attacks? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if the water is warmer there. It might because, be. Um, because growing up in South Texas, the water actually gets fairly warm. And sharks do prefer to be in warm water. So even though, even though like in Southern California, great whites are born there, it's kind of a nesting ground, they don't stay there very long. Yeah. It's you like know, seasonal. they mostly feed on fish and what have you, and then they go up north. So there's actually a lot more sharks, bigger sharks up in like NoCal than there would be in Southern California. Yeah, we've got shark nets here. There's so many sharks because it's just warm in the water all the time here, especially in like, Queensland. Yeah, but see, here's the problem. This is something that uh, the Australian government, which I love, I think they do a far more superior job than America, but they put nets, and where are the nets? In the water, right? Are you going to say the sharks can jump out of the fucking water? Dude, I, I think <laughs> I've proven that they clearly can. Like, that, that net has to be at least... Eight feet high out of the water oh before I would God. feel comfortable. Also, for people who don't know, these nets don't go all the way around Australia. So a shark could just go around. There's just a net around, around Australia. Net. Yeah, I would. Look, you live in the most deadly c- country as far as like 
natural beings that could kill you in the world, I don't think it would be absurd to build a net that goes at least like 50 feet deep and like, I, I don't know, at least eight to nine feet. Let's just say 10 feet, 10 feet in the air and 50 feet down completely in circumference of the country and then maybe I would feel comfortable surfing and I'll show you perhaps maybe if they've netted and made sure all the sharks moved out because you don't want to trap the sharks in there that doesn't do any good what good is that is this like the same logic behind like why Trump's wall is a dumb idea well Trump's wall is a stupid idea for many reasons but People most importantly walk they around use- they just go around it. You know what also they didn't take into account? Ladders. Yeah. Or helicopters. Or airplanes. Tunnels. Or subways. <laughs> yeah, just tunnel under. All right. Yeah. Well, let's... Stupid ideas. Let's just move away from your terrifying fear of sharks because you could talk about that for a whole ass podcast. They're um. scary. <laughs> they, they eat you. They eat you. They're like, oh, that looks like a nice snack, mate. <laughs> gobble you up they jump up jump up in the air and then gobble you down into the depths of hell <laughs> well i um i actually put a post on facebook this morning i was actually expecting to get this many responses um <laughs> i got a lot i asked people if they have any dumb irrational fears and um We'll read a few of these out because some of these are really good. I'm going to start with my friend Rob's because I already knew this one. Rob is, I don't know if you've ever seen photos of Rob, but he is like a six foot four man who is afraid of gnomes. Garden gnomes. Like, does he think that they're real or like the the ceramic structures? Just just doesn't like garden gnomes. Just, they're scary. So like, what would happen... If I were to, if like, if he were to wake up and like, like the Godfather find a gnome at the end of his bed, the gnome's like head the in your bed. Yeah, yeah. Gnome, gnome head in your bed. Oh no! Which is also the name of my solo jazz album. Gnome, gnome head, head in your bed. bed. Coming this fall. <laughs> oh my god! All over your face, neck, and chest. Oh gnome. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but like, does he think these gnomes are going to get him? I don't know. Like, like, is it like those weird shirts in the early 2000s where it's like, can't sleep, clowns will get me? I do. Can't sleep, gnomes will eat me. Um, I don't know. I, I was trying to... <laughs> Did you ever watch David the Gnome? No. What? Did you guys, do you guys have Nickelodeon out there? Oh, no. I do remember that show. You like the red hat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got the beard. He used to ride around on a fox. Yeah, I remember. I think named Swift. Yes. That show was kind of so. Weird, I'm gonna. Huh? Well, maybe that's what what's that's what um um uh, what do you call it? Uh, scarred Rob. Maybe. maybe he watched that show, and it just freaked him out. Or like maybe he got a spanking while watching the show or something like traumatizing, at the same time. And he's correlated the two things ever since. That'd make me like gnomes, if anything. Um. <laughs> but I, I was just looking for his comment to see if he left an explanation. But his comment was gnomes. Fuck those guys. <laughs> well, we don't gnome shame on this show. No, we don't but gnome we shame. we understand. Gnome way. Are we, we going to shame anybody? <laughs> oh, my God. Gnome puns are starting. <laughs> There's no end. No more. No more. 
Oh man. Um, All right, whatever. We, we we're here with you, Rob. We understand. <laughs> we'll we'll keep the gnomes away from you. Gnome worries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no more. Right, what no other more. what other phobias do people have? No more. Um, my friend Bonnie wrote vacuums, hair dryers, hand dryers, etc. Anything that makes noise. Okay, is your friend Bonnie actually Sophie? You're is dog. this Sophie's like burner account? Because my dog also is afraid of all of those things. If she didn't just put thunder in there, I'd be convinced that she was actually my Sophie dog in disguise. But see, that I can understand because like if I have too many sounds that are running at the same time, it gives me anxiety sometimes. Like particularly music. Like if I can hear the TV and music going at the same time, it drives me absolutely fucking insane. I can't do it. That to me sounds more like an, a little bit more of like an annoyance. For me, it it's only like an annoyance. Actual, but right, it's like overstimulation, maybe. Yeah, that's like me. But I don't know how far that goes. Bonnie also commented, "Oh, and my friend has a phobia of fruit stickers." What is a fruit sticker? Yeah, it's stickers they put on your fruit. Do you have that there? Is that a thing? I mean, like Chiquita Banana, I guess. Yeah, so, like, the stickers they'll have, it's, like, they'll have, like, where they're from. Like, it might be, like, product of California or whatever. There's, like, sure, stickers on yeah. your apples and stuff. They're just stickers. Is this friend also scared of, like, regular stickers? I don't know. She didn't say. Huh. Okay, we got to get, we got to do a follow-up on that one. Because I'm curious if it's, if it's specific to fruit stickers or if it's, like, all stickers. Because if it's specific to fruit stickers, then we should really try to figure out, like, what is it about the art of sticking a piece of paper to a piece of fruit that arouses a, a, a fear within her? Maybe it's like a fear of like choking or a fear of ingesting it. Maybe you bit into it one time and you got that weird paper. Yeah, I don't like paper in my mouth See either. here, the, you know? the fruit stickers are like a plastic. You know that weird stretchy plastic stickers? They're made of that here. They're not usually paper. Like, um... I forget what it's called, like a latex? Yeah, it's almost like a latexy plastic that they put on the ones here. Because it's obviously you don't want them to get wet and deteriorate, so they're all plastic. Right. That I can understand. You don't want want to use latex and get something all wet and then put it in your mouth. It's not a good thing. So, okay, what other phobia do we have? Um, My friend Nathan commented, those wavy good luck cats, but only when they have the moving arm. Yeah, the beckoning cats. Those are awesome. Yeah, no, I know. Those are cool. I love those. Maybe if you had too many of them. Okay. Just well, waving at okay. you all the time. Well, Hello. What if, okay, what if a cat was waving at him like that? Would that be scary? If a cat was waving like at me, cat. I'd probably be afraid too, because what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, they evolve, you know, learn to use tools, agriculture. Cats, agri- cats don't, catcher, that's literally cat, not a thing. culture. They might. No, no, it, don't know. it isn't though. Could be, <laughs> but they could. They what if cats developed opposable thumbs? Fuck, they're already assholes. You don't want to give them the like ability to be more annoying. It's <laughs> a fair point. It's a fair point. All right, what other what else? What other phobias do we have? Uh, let me just go through the list. Oh, oh, this one. Oh, I totally forgot about this. Mm. <laughs> um. My friend Aaron wrote, soggy food in the sink. Can't even look at it. For me, wet bread. I fucking hate wet bread. You know this and you've seen it. If I get a burger 
and the bread's wet. I've heard this many times. Like if some toxic fuck has put the tomato like on the bread of a, I can't eat it. I can't. It's too, it's wet and it's weird and I fucking hate it. Like food in the sink. How many times have I tried to get food out of the sink and I'm sitting there, because it's just wet and disgusting. Wet bread, fuck you. Fuck you, wet bread. No. Mm-mm. Now, what about dipping bread in soup? That's okay, but it can't get too soggy and then nope. otherwise it just can't. What about dipping bread in water? No. Nope. What about drinking water while you're eating a slice no, of bread? No, fuck. Why do people do that? It's so fucking disgusting. You're eating food and when people take a sip of drink while they still their food in their mouths? What the fuck? Well, no. You you're know there's an duck? actual... Listen, there's an actual physiological reason behind that. Yeah, you're because, fucking psychotic. No. No, because sometimes people take too big of a bite. Some of us have a big appetite and we Mm-mm. we are ravenous and insatiable. And as we're eating, we happen to eat a little bit too much to safely digest. And so a little bit of water helps... Make it easier to swallow. You know this above everyone. And <laughs> fuck. And it, it reduces it reduces the possibility of choking. Well how about you just take smaller bites like an adult, putting water in your fucking drinks in your mouth. Oh people do it with juice? Fuck nah. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's weird. I, I have a feeling I need to start brushing up on the Heimlich maneuver. No. And then when someone says Heimlich Maneuver, I think of that, um, I don't know if it was in the Beavis and Butthead movie or in a Beavis and Butthead episode where it's like Heimlich, Himlich, Himlich Maneuver. <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't he Doesn't he save Butthead or Butthead? Someone saves him with the Heimlich? He eats a, does he eat a nugget? They're eating nuggets. Or I thought like, he had like a hot dog or something. No, I'm pretty sure they're eating like, or is it potato chips? No, I think it's like he chokes on something. Yeah, no, they're eating chicken nuggets because he's like, "You choked on chicken. You're choking your chicken." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then as soon as he like, as soon as he like gets the Heimlich and gets the the choking undone, he eats another one and gets starts choking again. Doesn't he eat the same one he coughed up? Oh, I don't remember. It's been a long. That's right. I heard they're bringing that show back. They're bringing the, the show back. Hey. I think they're bringing the show back. I fucking hope so. I just remembered. It's because he's choking and he doesn't know what to do. So he goes down to the local restaurant to find the sign. And hey, do your Heimlich maneuver. And he walks back in. He's got a sign about hand washing. And he's like, all right. So it says you've got to wash your hands. And he just like stands on him and he coughs the chicken up. I love Beavis and Butthead. That show is good. All right. Segway. What other phobias do we have? Um... So my, chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken nuggies. Um, Sarah commented, spiders. Oh, and those Australian native flower things that have a bunch of seed pods. I don't have that fear of holes in and things, but it gives me the creeps even thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I never even knew about that phobia about yeah. holes and things. Like, I'm looking at a speaker and it has no bother for me. But then I watched American Horror Story Cult. Which yeah. gave one of the characters that phobia, and it is a bit icky. I wouldn't yeah. go so far as to say I have a phobia of it, but it's definitely a little on the on the icky, eerie side. What's it called? Trypophobia, a fear of disgust of closely packed holes. <laughs> Who would have a phobia of that? 
trip tripophobia. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They're just like like sponges. We're gonna trigger so many people yeah. on this podcast. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Should have just done a trigger warning at the beginning of this. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit weird that Sarah's scared of spiders, considering she lives in a country that has the deadliest spiders <laughs> on Earth. Yeah, but they're not like they're not like just around your house. I mean, probably more so. I don't know that you have a you have a spider on your wall. Yeah, he's dead. You don't know that? I do. I had to glue him together. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> just rolled around. You be all right. Um, he's only mostly dead. The funniest one on this list, and I've heard of two people um, having this fear. My friend Angela said her husband has a phobia of cotton balls. In what way? So I don't know about her partner's name, Stephen. So I don't know about him, but I used to know someone that was afraid of cotton balls and he like couldn't use cotton tips to clean his ears. Like if you had a cotton ball and you know when you squeeze them together and you rub, they kind of make that squeaking sound fucking terrified him. Yeah. This guy was in the army. Like. Listen, being, listen, I gotta, let's, I have to make an aside here because I hear this all the time. This idea that people in the military are supposed to be somehow like. Yeah you know, different from the average person, they're not. That's true. Okay. The average person <laughs> in the military is is probably someone who grew up impoverished, who thought that this was a, a way out of their, you know, upbringing, maybe a way into school. They're just average blokes and ladies just trying to get through four years of this god-awful, humiliating behavior and this breaking down of you and rebuilding you. And God forbid you got to go fight and die from oil they just want to get on the other side of it. Maybe for like the first year, they're in better shape, you know, to some degree. But like every person that I've ever met who was a Marine or a, a, an Army dude or like worse, like um, the Air Force, you know, like there's no, I mean, d- you know, depending on their experience, of course. But like generally speaking, I don't see this like hyper masculine, fearless sort of um, trope that everyone seems to believe. They're just normal people. Yeah, that's true. Some people are more tough than others. You know, some people, like my Uncle Michael, he went to the Marines for four years and he came back exactly the same with a shorter haircut. Yeah. Not the only difference. That's true. You know, he was stationed in Okinawa. The fuck's going on in Okinawa? Nothing. (laughs) That's true. No, if you've gone to Iraq or Afghanistan, that's probably a different experience, but not everyone does that. So, anyways... I, I don't. Can we? I don't even understand what is. What are cotton balls for? What do we use them for anymore? I've got two on my body right now. <laughs> oh, please, please do show me. I wanted to get uh, a blood test. They put off. a cotton ball right there, and then okay. I had to get two shots, and they put some up there too. All right. Okay. So uh, if you're getting shots, and they put a cotton ball, that I guess that makes sense. But beyond that, beyond medical usage, you know what's weird? When was the last time you? Those cotton. What was the last time you ever used a cotton ball? Those cotton tips. They say on the packet, "Do not put in your ears." What the fuck are you gonna do with a fucking cotton? What do you use call them? Q-tips. What the fuck are you gonna do with a Q-tip? Like I fucking split my leg open. Quick, get me a box of Q-tips. Like what the fuck? What are they for? I, th- I, I think Q-tips are the brand. I think they're cotton swabs, and you st- they're for sticking them in your ear. It says on the That's packet true. not to stick them in your ears. Yeah, because dopey people stick them into their brains. Well. Which is also a phobia. Sticking a, a fucking 
Q-tip into my brain. It's probably not fun. Yes, no. No. Oh, that's my... Oh. All right, who else is scared of what? Who else? Oh, my friend Tara said, porcelain dolls. I'll actually have a seizure. All right, see, that one I kind of get because they're weird, especially old ones. The ones that have the, like, blinking eyes and shit? Or the ones that their eyes move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like... Ugh. It's kind of... They're, they're awkward, for sure. Yeah. And especially, like, the, the older ones before they fully switched over to plastic, you know? They... Some of those were... Cre- yeah. Like uh, Annabelle? Like, just like Annabelle? Not the real Annabelle. Annabelle wasn't a porcelain Yeah, just like Annabelle. Though. Baby, I just told you, not like the real Annabelle, um, the Annabelle from the movies. Uh, the real Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann doll. More like Shamabelle, am I right, fam? I don't know what that means, actually. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> uh, I used to have, actually, a collection. I don't know why. I had, like, this one auntie that used to buy me porcelain dolls all the time. And I had, I had about 20 of them when I was a kid. And we were downstairs one day, and my mom heard this like banging from upstairs she's like what's that noise we all ran upstairs and my brother my fucking brother was standing on the end of my bed with my porcelain dolls by the legs smashing all their faces on the end of the bed he was just preparing for life as a rugby player (laughs) that was like their starting line you know and they smash into each other oh my god what is it called? Like in football, it's like the front, line, like the offensive line. But what is it called in uh, rugby? I don't fucking know. We do. Have, we have a scrum. Your brother played. F- what? What's a scrum? It's where like you have like a group of like each team. And they stand like this and they go together and they throw the ball in the middle and you got to like kick the ball out. It's called a scrum. No, yeah, I don't think it's that. Like when they hike the ball, don't they like smash into each other first? We don't hike the ball. Maybe I'm thinking of a scrum then. I don't know. I know there was something where like they would they would like smash into each other and then you toss it to the dude behind you and then they try to run around it. Do I look like I do sport? I have no idea. Y- your brother did it. You're just like some cursory like osmosis knowledge of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, my friend Beck wrote fish. They're slimy, wet, weird slabs, and their eyes. Ew, I can't even go down to the aquarium aisle at the pet store. Okay, I mean, again, I kind of yep. understand that because it's pretty foreign to us. Like, I have no problem with fish. I'm pretty cool with fish. They do their thing, and I do my thing. Unless those fish are like shark fish. And then we've already <laughs> talked about that. Sharks aren't nauseum. fish. So why don't we... Why don't we Finish this fish conversation. Oh no! Oh, prepare for a podcast <laughs> of puns. A podcast. <laughs> Listen, I had to throw in a, a couple of fishy jokes. You did. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sometimes I can be a little bit of a bastard. Oh no. Pete. Can you just not, not do that anymore? That'd be Listen, good, what do you think people tuna in for? Oh, no! <laughs> okay, that's it. You're done. You're cut off. Um, All right, what's the next fear? Next fear, our friend Carlos Cockhand um, has written cockroaches and then they fly. <laughs> oh, how ironic that Cockhands, Mr. Cockhands, is afraid of cockroaches. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. 
fucking hate cockroaches too. They're deceptive, man. Because they're big here. Do you guys get like the big, big cockroaches? We don't. We don't get the big ones that you get, but we get almost as big as one. Like, like the ones that you guys have look like bugs. Yeah. They're huge, but they look like bugs. Roaches here. Oh, you get the little burrowing ones, don't you? They're like the stripy ones. No, I mean. We get, we get, well, in Texas, anyway, we get the big brown ones. Do they fly? Big old brown ones are about, they do fly. Yeah. And they're fucking mean. Yeah. And, but they're not quite as big and they're not as like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like you, you guys' roaches look like almost like cicadas in a, in a way. Sort of. Yeah. They look like. Elongated bugs. cicadas. Yeah. 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 Whereas roaches don't look like it. They look like aliens oh. in America. They're brown and they're kind of flat, but they're thick. They look like a thumb, like a big <laughs> thumb. Like imagine the thumb on like a trucker, like a trucker thumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like a coal miner's thumb. Like that's what a roach, that's like a, the approximate size of American cockroaches. Like a coal miner's thumb. Just big and flat and weird. And they fly sometimes. And like they're hard to kill. And when you do kill them, they leave a mess of their guts everywhere and they like get into all your food and ruin it and they leave diseases and they're just bad all around yeah it's not a good time it's not a good time i don't like bugs that like have the little prickly legs that if they get on you like even if they wanted to leave they can't because they're like stuck to your fucking jacket yeah yeah yeah. like that bee that stung me the other day (sighs) yeah poor bee did he did you did he get away yeah I don't know. When I went back, my little plate with sugar water and him were gone. So I don't really know what his fate was. I'd like to believe that he had a recovery and flew off or at least his final days. He was high on sugar, <laughs> sugar water, sugar were going down. Oh, no. Going down swinging. Um, what else do we have here? My friend Amber said... So I have a phobia of stairs and steps. I honestly, I haven't met anyone else that does. That seems really inconvenient. Yeah. Does she just take elevators everywhere? I don't know. Can I just say something? So in the background, I've got this movement documentary. It's a Ido Patal is a, a um, Israeli movement coach. And there's a lady who's giving an interview and the camera is framed like at chest level and up, you know? Yeah. So she's talking. Now, obviously, I got it on mute, so I have no idea what she's saying. And then it cuts to her climbing a rope. She has no lower half. Just literally, she's like all up half. I mean, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, maybe she has like slightly leggy nubs, you know? But she's out there climbing ropes. Fucking she's obviously hell. very fit, you know? We're all here complaining about all these like weird phobias we have and then we have a woman who's got no legs climbing a rope yeah i mean she's literally has like i mean she might have the slightest of nubs but like she's mostly like a an upper and you know torso person who is killing it probably way more fit than all of us yeah she's killing the game holy shit so let's keep this in perspective when cockroaches or sharks or oh I don't want to talk about sharks. We don't know how this she got here. Anyways, moving on. Wow. Um, Shannon commented, clowns and monkeys. Both are freakishly scary to me. Clowns are not funny, just evil. And monkeys just freak me out because they are so much like humans, but also not. 
see, I never had a clown issue, but I do agree most clowns are like kind of weird. It's That's weird. A weird thing. It's a it's a vibe. It's just like it's a weird it vibe. It feels a little sad. It's a little sad, you know. Like no, I I don't know how many people ever like. I'm sure there are people who were like, dude, my whole life I always wanted to be a clown, and and like, bless them, bless their bless their hearts. But like, I think most people, it seems to me, at least from a from an outsider visceral sort of perspective, that people who are get into clownery are um. You know that's not that was not what they they sought out to do when they when they were embarking on their future. You know when they were in class in the second grade and the teacher asked them, "What do you want to be when they grow up?" I don't think clownery was at the top of anyone's list. I mean, maybe like rodeo clowns; those are okay. See, they're you know? fine. Like they're fun. But like the but children's clowns, like birthday party awkward. clowns. Mm-mm. No, I only had them once. I only had one, and that guy was. He had a very sarcastic, dry sense of humor. Probably drunk. I, like that clown. I just imagine they all drink. <laughs> I mean, so do we, though. I mean, yeah, but... I like a judge a clown for doing the same thing. The only difference between a clown and me is that he's got slightly more makeup than I wear on an average Saturday night. Every clown, to me, now, is Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. It could be. That's how I could feel be. about clowns. Treat clowns nice. Treat the clowns nice, because you don't know what you're getting. Do you want to hear? All right, what else we got? We're running out of time. Let's get some of these. You know, do you have a story? Do you have a clown story? I do have a clown story. Do you, or, a wa- or a Joaquin Phoenix story. No. I have a Joaquin Phoenix story. I have a clown story. Okay. It's a clown medical okay, story. Okay, you tell a clown story. Uh, <laughs> is this is going to make me take my headphones off? No, you'll be fine. So, this... Okay, tell us your story. This woman goes into a hospital, and she's having, like, breathing difficulties, but she's in, like, full clown makeup and everything. She's like, oh, you know, me and my husband, we're both clowns and that he's there as well. And he's also in clown makeup. And um, they were trying to figure out what's wrong with her because she had this, like, bubbling in her lungs. And they said that's only really common in people that, are, that smoke a lot of meth. And they're like, oh, do you? And she's like, no, we don't do drugs. We're clowns. Like, we're children's clowns. Like, blah, blah, blah. And they were trying to figure it out and they just could not find the reason why she had this lung condition and then it came out that their fetish was for her to lay down flat on her back like a balloon and he would pretend to blow her up through her mouth and I don't know if you've ever been told this but it's like CPR you do not ever ever blow air into someone else's lungs unless they're like in respiratory failure because it's really dangerous so he'd been blowing her up like a balloon And she had this, like, turn into some, like, lung disorder that she'd had in the hospital. Because that was, like, again, not kink-shaming, but they had a balloon fetish. That's kind of crazy. I-, I was thinking that it might have been related to actual, like, balloon work that she did. You know, like, she'd Inhaled spent so many years making balloon animals. Well, no, not inhaling them, but, like, balloon animals, you know? Yeah. like You know, like, maybe the, the-, the force of it kind of wore down. I don't know. Uh, okay, well. Go on, you kinky clowns. You do your kinky clown stuff. I was just going to say I met Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't meet him. I was in line behind him to get vegan ice cream <laughs> at a vegan festival. And him and, and uh, R- R- is it Runa Mar, what's her name? I don't Who's know. Who's name? The girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, yeah, that lady. Yeah, so they were there getting vegan ice so cream. So he was walking, walking up to get ice cream. <laughs> You know, you made me stop with the fish he was He was walking up to the couch. <laughs> no, I, I, I got it. It's very clever. How's that working out for you? 
having a great time. All right, what else we got? Um, our friend Leah said styrofoam. In what way? See, I think people need to expand upon this because, well, like, is the sight of styrofoam scary? Is it the sound? Because styrofoam does make a, a slightly obnoxious sound, like when you rub it, you know? I think that's, like, a thing for a lot of people, texture and, like, audio sounds. It's the same way, I guess, we speak at ASMR, ASMR a lot on this ASMR channel. Sounds. Like, I think it's, like, the same reason... I think it's, like, the same reason some people like ASMR because it's, like, a audio sensory thing like maybe some people could find certain things like they might have an aversion to certain it's like you don't like the scratching on the plates like i can't fucking deal with that yeah i i mean i can understand that that's why that's why i'm just saying i feel like we need like a follow-up because like what specifically is it about styrofoam because if it's the sound that makes sense if it's the texture kind of makes sense i guess if it's like the mess that makes total sense because it gets everywhere yeah so we need to, we need to do a follow-up episode where people sort of expand upon their phobias so that we can diagnose them with our internet certificates of <laughs> psychiatry. I'm an actual doctor. I researched some stuff on the internet, and now I can perform. I surgery. went to WebMD. I know things. <laughs> I went to the school. I of, watched a YouTube video. I went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> exactly. All right, we got probably time for like two more. Um. My friend Alana, and I know this is true, Alana has said balloons. Now, I remember one year, it was my birthday. Do you remember the time? Do you remember? Um, I remember one year, I think it was my 20, it was like my 25th birthday. I sent out invitations for like, oh, I'm having like a party for my birthday, rah, rah. And I remember Alana writing back to me. She said, will there be balloons? I said, no, honey, I got you. I got your fam. There'll be no balloons. She doesn't like yeah, them. Yeah, I've heard that one. That like, I don't think that's that uncommon. I'm sure it probably stems from sort of trauma where like as a kid, a balloon scared him. Do you ever remember those games where you had to sit on a balloon? No, fuck that. No. No. That's fucked up. Like that's not cool to make kids do that. No. First off, it could hurt you. Those things combust. Yeah. Secondly... At, at bare minimum, you fall on your, your bum, you know, at least a foot. You could yeah. crack a tailbone. Yeah. And it makes a loud sound. There's just no need for that game. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I'm not a fan. No. Don't like it. Don't like it. All right. All right. What else do we have? Um, um, Martin said moths, but we've already covered right. that. Yeah. Moths are creepy. Bugs are creepy. We get it. Yeah. Um, my friend Kelly said jello. I could also see jello. Slimy. Yeah. A lot of people don't like slimy stuff. Yeah. Don't like slimy textures. Yeah. No, it's true. I had, um, I dated a guy once that couldn't deal with. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry? So how dare you? How dare I? I love it. Theoretically, if I had have dated anyone before you, he might have right. had a fear of condiments. And certain food textures. I'm glad, I'm glad that he had a fear of condiments and not what I thought you were about oh. to say. <laughs> no, condiments. He couldn't even have it on a burger. Couldn't have ketchup, mustard, nothing. And if you gave him food, what, none what of the barbecue food sauce? could be touching on the plates. Oh, I hate that shit. You know what? Grow the fuck up. Listen. <laughs> no, it, I, it's a legitimate I per- thing. No, listen. No, I know it is. I, a lot of people have this mixture of food phobia thing. I don't understand it. It all listen. 
we all know where it ends up. We all know how it ends up being processed. Okay? So, can we stop with the fucking baby shit? Like, to me, people who's like, oh, my peas can't touch my tofu. Fucking grow up. Stop it. That that you need to get over. Okay? It all is going in your mouth. It is all meshing up into your belly, in your digestive tract, and it ends up shit. So, get the fuck over that. <laughs> no one wants Come to on. know how the sausage is made. <laughs> Everyone know needs to know because a lot of I have met many people who have this issue with like their food mixing and I for the life of me do not understand that. Like I think that's some rich people shit because poor people just mix that shit together and hope that it tastes good. Just yeah. I've never met a I've never I don't think I've ever met anyone who grew up poor who's got that phobia. I don't know. I'm a, so, I'm not going to say. Listen. Yay or nay, I can't. Listen, outside, outside of that one phobia that I, I will not abide, we understand that, you know, there are things that come through in life that are, are troublesome. Um, we're not judging them because everyone has their own experiences that have led to these things being, you know, minor traumas. Um, but, but in life, we must face hardships. And in life, we must figure out ways to overcome these fears so that we're not limited by what we can do in this one life that we have to live. So let's all take a moment to collectively understand and respect each other's phobias, except for that one people who don't like to mix their food, (laughs) and simultaneously confront those phobias so that we may grow and evolve and get opposable thumbs for ourselves Uh so that when the cats decide that they can use tools, we'll be ready to combat them. Or, as I like to say, come cat them. Oh, my God. Unsubscribe. So on that note, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to us. We hope that maybe we have exercised some internal fear that you have. Maybe we didn't get a chance to read your fear because it's very late at night. And there was a lot of responses to this. Apparently, people are scared of a whole lot of shit. Leave comments. Go bug Ophelia at Coffins of Coffee on Instagram. I don't check that. I have enough accounts to run. <laughs> but she will gladly listen to your phobias, probably, maybe. I don't know. She's not already on social media that much either. And make sure to tune in once a week, usually on Thursdays, uh, American time, sometimes on Fridays like this episode, because we all have lives like getting pricked with shots. It's Thursday in America today, though. Oh, yeah, because when you upload yeah, it, but it this was is Friday. Not, this is not coming out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm recording it tonight, but it's actually, technically, it's it's Friday. It's 12.35 <laughs> oh. a.m. in America, America time. So, thank you, guys. We really appreciate you listening every week. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Talk, talk about. No, there's no it's, more puns. <laughs> we're done. We're done. <laughs> this episode got way too punny. Thank you, guys. We're out of here before we get too more, uh, any more ridiculous. Peace out. Bye. Adios. Bye.